What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Ever Adapted Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Flowers, along with my co-host here, Sarah Budson. What's up, guys? What's up? We are re-recording this. So we actually recorded this last night, and I realized that we can do better for you guys on this topic. So we are bright and early Monday morning re-recording this for you. We usually record on Sundays. Um, But honestly, we've talked a lot about how impactful or how impacted we are by you guys sharing that you're listening and letting us know that you are listening. And I think that weighs heavy on us too. We want to make sure that we're giving you the best that we possibly can. So Yeah, absolutely. And I just first and foremost wanted to touch on, I guess, just the feedback that we've gotten from these episodes so far. And honestly, just (laughs) I wasn't prepared for this feeling of like when people tell us that they're actually listening to our episodes and they actually are like getting things from it. It's mind blowing to me. Like, like I said, when we first started this, like originating back to before our first episode, we were like, we just have really great conversations on our posing sessions. And it would be really cool to like, just record what we're talking about. And if that like gains traction, like awesome. And we didn't really have like a set goal with anything, but in doing so and releasing what we have so far and people being so supportive of the topics of our growth within it and just everything following that and actually gaining value from it and then telling us and giving us that feedback. It means so much to me that you guys would take the time out of your day to listen to us talk about whatever it is. So I just have so much gratitude and I, it just, it, it gives me so much just fulfillment when people say that they're like listening and they can't wait for the next episode or they gain something from even an episode that maybe you or you and I didn't really love as much as another one. And as long as, you know, someone's gaining something, there is some sort of value. Like, like I said, you know, in the past, that's on my personal goal with it is just to, to create value for people. And, if one person can take away something, then awesome. But I just, like I said, I wasn't prepared for this feeling of when people tell us that they're listening and they're supportive of it, just how like just thankful I am. So it's been really, really cool. Yeah. It's like this feeling of like overwhelmingly grateful. Like, yeah, like you can't even describe it. It's like, I don't even know. No, it's just like, I'm like, like just so flattered, honestly. Yes. Yes. Like full flattered. So thank you guys. We really do appreciate you. Um, this is our ninth episode. 10th one is going to be, it's going to be one for the books. We're excited about that one. Um, but, and that was our original goal. I was just going to say that we had, yeah, we had a a previous conversation. Go ahead. Oh no. I was just going to say exactly that. We had a previous conversation where had, someone had told Sarah that most podcasts don't make it to 10 episodes. And it was kind of like, a, all right, bet. Well, I guess we yep. got to make it to 10. <laughs> and now we just keep going. <laughs> right. And I have you know noticed that growth in kind of just our 
our flow of things. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, we have gotten better. And even though, you know, the one that we recorded last night, it maybe wasn't our best, but uh, it was more so just because I know that you had mentioned there was so much that you had left out that you wanted to include in it. So it wasn't necessarily like it wasn't good, but we could have added more that maybe we meant to touch on. So that was exactly it. It was, there was so much value there, but I knew that I had more like tangible things that I could give people and my brain just honestly doesn't work after 2 PM. So there's points (laughs) where I'm like, oh man, I could have done better. So, and maybe we'll switch our, our recording time. (laughs) Yeah. Now that we have the freedom to, and I guess that kind of kicks us off on our subject. So today we are talking about time management and productivity and we're both in crazy different seasons of figuring out new schedules. Um, Sarah is in like a whole new life phase right now of she gets to just like do whatever she wants with her schedule. And I have kids going back to school and yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be very, this episode is going to be very helpful for both of us because we're both kind of bouncing ideas off of each other with what practices we have in place for time management, for scheduling, for organization. And this is so, it's just something that I'm really honing in on this week, especially is nailing down a routine because I went from having to go into an office for, you know, seven, eight hours a day, plus before and after having to, you know, be in contact with my patients and making sure that everything was taken care of for my work. And now I have so much more time allowed to me to reshift my focus into what I'm building. And that was kind of a really last week was a complete whirlwind for me in that aspect because I was so used to something taking up so much of my time. And now I have this time to structure when I want to time my meals, when I want to do my cardio, when I want to, you know, fit my training in and everything else along with just keeping up with life things too and making sure that like my space is organized. Cause I, that's a, a huge thing for me too, is that weighs on my mood. If like my surroundings are out of order is just making sure that everything is neat and like, and tidy. Whenever people yeah. come over, they're always like, your house is so clean. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a mess right now <sighs> because I'm just so used to having things just in a, an organized and clean way because I feel so much better when I'm surrounded in that space, especially because I'm going to be working from home more now. That's going to be a one for me is just making sure that my my space is organized. That is huge. That's like a big thing that I hear so many people talk about. And it's one that I struggle with really hard because I'm a hot mess. And then I have other- you also have a lot of factors. <laughs> yeah, I have other people in my household that are also hot messes. So it's it's hard to like keep everything clean. But your mood and like just your productivity mm-hmm. in general is so much better when your space is clear. It's like a clear space is a clear mind and then you can yeah. actually do what you have to do. So, yeah, yeah. And that's huge for me. And that's something that 
I'm going to make sure that I carry, especially moving forward, because now I do have more time to, you know, I'm, I have an hour plus more in my day that I'm not driving back and forth too. Yeah. So Gosh, like, I'm so excited about me. that. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. 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 All right. So. Well, what kind of last week was kind of like a week of just decompression for you. So yeah. as you go into now this week and I threw something at you first thing Monday morning that is throwing off your schedule, <laughs> but kind of <laughs> how are okay. you, how are you planning on structuring this or like, how are you approaching this? I guess. Yeah. And so honestly, the first and foremost, just being adaptive, right. Mm-hmm. When, you know, you're like, <laughs> you text me this morning <laughs> was what, like six 30 my time. Yeah. You're like, Hey, uh, what do you think about re-recording? And I'm like, shit, but you know what? Like, it's okay. I have that flexibility to, all right, I can put this off and, you know, reshift and reorganize my day. No big deal. That's fine. But my biggest thing last week when I was kind of feeling more so just overwhelmed with, okay, I have this time to that allows me to focus on what I need to do, but there's so much that I need to do. And it's like, where do I start? And so my step one was just brain dumping everything on paper. I have, I'm literally surrounded by notepads. <laughs> I can see five within my oh vision my right now <laughs> <laughs> of literally just like, I just had to empty my brain and like, okay, these are the things that I need to do. And that is not only one clearing my head, but now I can see it all on paper and then reorganize and just prioritize, okay, what takes precedence over what? What do I need to make sure that I'm tackling first and foremost, and then so on and so forth on the list so that I can make sure that I'm still checking all of my boxes. I'm still doing everything that I need to do plus learning, growing, studying, taking care of my clients, everything like that in a progressive way. So really just like the time management is going to be key for me. And that's something that I learned so much of in working with Transcend because I had so many different things that I was responsible for. I mean, I had thousands of patients that I was taking care of. So in regards to that, it's like you can get pulled in so many different directions And it's really just focusing on, okay, what takes priority? And this is what I need to focus on for this amount of time. And I'll get to that at that time. And just delegating those those time blocks of hitting everything that you need to hit and making sure that there are limited distractions. I love that. One, because it gets everything out of your brain. So like Mm -hmm. from your brain to the papers, then you can cross off things that you really don't even need. Um, But then two with your time blocking and you're like, okay, well, eight to nine, this is going to be this. I don't even have to worry about what's going on at two until it's two. Like you don't have to put that brain power on that task until that task comes around. 100%. And that's been so helpful for me. Like I said, with my previous work. And that's only going to carry forward, especially now when I have to be more disciplined about what my time and energy is going towards 
to grow my business. Mm -hmm. So it's, I don't, and I don't even think that anyone kind of like told me that it's just something that I felt like I needed to do was like brain dumping last week because I had so much in my mind and I had to just get it all out so that it was written in front of me and I could see it and then just kind of like reconfigure and reorganize and just prioritize what needs to happen now versus what can maybe wait until, you know, next week or even next month or so on and so forth. Yeah. So that's how I kind of got through last week because it was such a whirlwind for me in just a change of pace, but being able to be adaptable in, okay, if something pops up, no biggie, I can just restructure, you know, move things an hour later or whatever I need to do. Or if something gets bumped till tomorrow, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's like getting down those non-negotiables first Mm -hmm. for today and then moving things. That's kind of how I do. Here I have, I haven't done it today because it's been, it's been a day. Um, But I have this notepad that just has priority needs and wants for the day. So I'll have my five like tasks that I need to get done, my powerless tasks, but then I'll also brain dump usually like what actually needs to get done and what's a priority for today and what's a need that gets needs to get done, but can be later this week. And what do I want to get done? Like getting my nails done, stuff like that is going to go into the wants because if it doesn't happen until next week, oh, well, we could all have Yeah. And I'm such a pen and paper person. Like I have, you know, I have multiple ways of kind of, and we can get into this with how both of us differ on this aspect um, or are the same with writing down like our daily, our weekly, our monthly, like I have my calendar in my phone where it's kind of more so like if I'm on the go and I need to throw something in my phone, um, but just like scheduling out what my day looks like. And then every Sunday I do my week and then every beginning of every month I do my month. I have those magnetic calendars that I put on my fridge. Um, We'll link those because I know that you are interested in in those, they're super, super helpful for me in regards to having written down and I have them right on my fridge, which is right next to my stove. So every time I'm making my meals in the morning, I see it right there and I can just kind of overview, okay, this is what I need to get tackled done, you know, this, this week, today, this month, whatever. Um, and then I have my, my paper notepad where it's like, like our checklist, right? So it's got, I actually just got this new one that I really, really love. And it's the first thing is, you know, one thing I'm grateful for. And I love starting off the day with some sort of gratitude in, in whatever, you know, it could be something as simple as, you know, my hair looks good today, but it also, you know, the capability to structure my day, how I want you know, things like that. So there's like a gratitude, then there's like a top priorities list. And then there's just like a checklist of everything you want to get done, um, appointments, and then like a note section. It's been really, really helpful for me. I just got it literally last week. Yeah. I just got it literally last week. It's awesome, but just breaks all those things down. And it's kind of like your, your power list. Right. So Um, Just doing that every day is super helpful. And I'm just, like I said, I'm such a pen and paper person. Like checking those boxes gives me such a dopamine rush. Seriously, it's like a freaking high. You're like, yes, I did Mm. a laundry. (laughs) Right, exactly. Especially on Sunday when like I I clean the F out of my house on Sundays. So just 
get it all done, check it all off. And then, you know, I'm starting my week off on a good note. Yeah, I love that. I kind of do pretty much something similar. I do want to get those calendars though, because you had told me that you do like an overview of your appointments during the month, but then you break down like your specific training, like what days you're training, what, when you're doing your cardio, like all of those things, just being able to see that visually would be so helpful. It is. And you know what? It helps hold you accountable to it too, you know, because there are, and you and I don't have an issue with this, but there are, you know, people that lifestyle clients and everything that maybe it's not as ingrained in them as it is you and I, right? So seeing that visually being like, oh, I need to do 20 or 30 minutes of, you know, just walking on the treadmill today, or I need to get my 10K steps in or whatever the case may be. But seeing that written down, it's helpful for me, even being so automated in my processes. But I can see how for, you know, more of a lifestyle client, where it would be super helpful to have that and not just be like, it's in your head and you're like, oh, I'll get to it. And then Mm -hmm. by the end of the day, they're like, oh, I didn't get to it. And then that can create a a negative momentum too. So exactly. Yeah. And honestly, that's how I changed all of my habits. It's writing Mm -hmm. it down, making it non-negotiable, and then just hitting that every single day. So when you are Mm -hmm. in that phase of you're trying to change habits or change something that you're doing, like make it non-negotiable to yourself, write it down, hold yourself accountable and you have to write it down. And if you don't get that done, you lose that day and make it. So it freaking hurts when you lose that day, because otherwise you're just (laughs) going to be like, eh, lost it, whatever, like make it hurt. (laughs) Like, okay. So one thing I did with my power list, when I just started the power list and this, I, I'm new to doing the power list consistently because I would do it and then I'd fall off. And it's been probably like all of this prep that I've done it. So Mm -hmm. I told myself that I couldn't order a Ninja Creamy until I had done 30 days straight of winning. And so that's what kept me winning in like those times when I really didn't want to and I would normally fall off and I'm like, "Eh, it doesn't matter. Like that Ninja Creamy kept me going. (laughs) (laughs) And holding yourself accountable to that and not giving yourself that leeway. You know, some people can do that themselves. Some people do need a coach and even verbalizing that communication with your coach too. Like if there's a certain goal that you have, hold yourself accountable to it, but also have that coach hold you accountable to it as well. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Ooh, you know what? On that topic. I kind of, I want to talk about morning routines, but I want to tell you something that I just started with brand new clients that are coming on. So this is like two weeks in, we'll see how it goes, but so far Uh it's been so freaking cool. Um, so in their intake form, I will have them do like all their stuff, you know, their stats, goals, whatever. But then I want them to tell me about what, how their ideal day will go. Like picture how your day is going to run from start to finish, ideally, what does that look like? And then how does your current day look like? And mm-hmm. then trying to just work on habits that are going to get them closer to that ideal is yeah. it's been so freaking cool. And like the feedback that I'm getting from those new clients, it's, it's just so cool how much energy they have already by just 
putting in the habit of waking up 15 minutes earlier because we're working to an hour earlier. So just those little habits of having a coach to hold you accountable can be helpful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I love that because it, it gives you, it breaks it down into here's where I'm at. Here's where I want to be. Okay. Now what are the the baby steps to get there. And that's kind of like, like reverting back to when I had mentioned the slight edge and that's what that's all about is just creating those tiny little habits that they add up to bigger goals. And it's just, you know, breaking it down and just dumbing it down. If you have to go hour by hour, so be it. Mm -hmm. But if that's what it takes for you to be able to hone in on your priorities at hand hour by hour, day by day, you know, and that breaks it up and makes it so much easier than just trying to make this huge leap into something that you might not be able to sustain right right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's really what it is. What can you sustain? It goes for training. It goes for changing your morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. So Get into your morning routine, oh. rock star mom, because you have three children, a bunch of animals, a husband, a whole household where you make my days just seem way easier. <laughs> no, I think that's all relative. Um, but okay, so mornings are my strong suit. My brain fires better in the morning. And a, I've learned, especially this prep, and this has been like an ongoing thing for the last two years, three years of like mornings, but especially this prep, I've really honed in on like a really good morning and evening routine. Um, so what I'll do is at night, it starts at night and you guys already heard my little nights routine. So <laughs> if you didn't go listen to the in-person at the very end, we talk about it. <laughs> Um, but I have this like jack off version of the hatch Hatch, alarm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's an Amazon version that will link. And so I have an alarm clock instead of my phone and I switched that out because I was using my phone as my alarm. So I have the hatch and I charge my phone out in my kitchen. So my phone isn't even there. It goes on sleep mode at eight 40, like we're done. Um, And then I'll read and I will sleep with an eye mask and I make sure that my room is like 68 degrees because that is the thing. Like you need to make sure that you're getting good sleep so you can have a good routine in the morning. Um, So when I wake up, it depends on the day and like my husband's work schedule, but I will, if I'm able to, I will wake up and I will go outside and walk and get like 2000 steps in first thing in the morning before I touch your phone without my phone. So you will never see this on my social unless I like show you intentionally, but I'm really, really selfish about this where you Instagram doesn't need to see it. They can figure Mm -hmm. it out for themselves. (laughs) I was was just thinking about this today. I love that because it takes so much discipline and it's something that I, I'm so bad about because I use my phone as an alarm clock and it just, it negatively rolls into my morning because then I sit there and start scrolling and I just screw myself over, but continue because I, I love, and I respect that so much because it takes so much willpower to be able to be like, 
phone's in another room. I'm relying on my my morning wake up with my alarm clock and I'm doing my non-negotiables for me because that's what makes me feel best. Yeah. And it really it this was birthed from just feeling like absolute shit every single morning and being to the point where I can't continue down this road. Like I, something needs to give because I would scroll mm-hmm. and then my energy, like you guys know, the more that you're on your phone, like your energy is just drained throughout the day. So mm-hmm. I needed this. Um. So yeah, I'll go on my walk, no phone, no headphones, no anything. And we'll just kind of go over some gratitude. I'll pray. I'll just like breathe and just reset for the day. And then I depending on the day, sometimes I'll go and do fasted cardio. Some days I will go and train. Um, it, there's some version of that every single day. So this morning I was up really early to train. So I trained first. And then as soon as I pulled in my driveway, I turned off my car, left my stuff, got out of my car and did my, did my walk. Cause it was like six 30. So the sun was up. Um, but after that I will, get myself in here and do like my power list, my gratitude, my I am statements, and um, just do some of my reading. So I'll usually read 10 pages a day of whatever book I'm working on and then do like some continued ed. So, mm-hmm. and that's my morning. And honestly, if I don't get that, that reading and that continued ed is probably not going to happen because then my kids are up and it's a shit storm. So <laughs> that's my that's my morning but what yeah. is yours looking like because that's yeah so my yeah yours but you know what I I love yours because it's so structured and it's something that you've been working with and on for so long and just kind of like perfecting and that's something that I really want to I I will get to because now I have that capability where, yeah, before, I mean, I had a, a certain structure and a routine when I, I had to get, you know, X, Y, and Z done before I even headed into the office. But now I, I do have more flexibility and just blocking out, like I said, what I want to get done. So what has always been ingrained in me is first and foremost, I always make my bed first thing in the morning. That's, you know, that goes back years And it's just that wake up and do something positive and productive first thing in the morning. So once you're out of bed, you've already accomplished something. And that's just something that will roll into your momentum throughout the day. So always make my bed. I always have done that for years. And I have noticed like such a positive, like I said, just a momentum from that in just simply doing that. So, and it goes back to having your space organized too, right? So yeah. That first and foremost, um, especially in this cut, I've been doing fasted. So I get up, I make my bed and I saw someone post something about this. I think like last week, I'm pretty sure it was Goob that posted it and he put on his story. It was basically like fasted cardio is like the making your bed of the fitness industry where it's like, do you have to do your cardio fasted? No, but start your day with a win. And that's something that I really related to that in already doing my fasted cardio. And I'm like, that's absolutely true because first thing in the morning when I wake up, I make my bed and then I go do fasted cardio. 
I've already done two positive things for myself and that's just going to roll on throughout my day. Yeah. So go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say, and when you start your day like that with those wins, you really don't want to mess up the rest of the day. So exactly. Kind of going back to what we said earlier, like make it so you don't lose that day. When you start like that, you're going to keep that momentum going. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I do a couple different things when I'm on fasted. Sometimes I'll just like zone out and listen to music. Sometimes I'll listen to a podcast. Sometimes I'll read. Um, sometimes I'll do just like online things, research things that I need to take care of, uh, whether that be for life, for for work, whatever the case may be. Um, but I'll do that during fasted. Sometimes I'll pray, you know, it's just, it just, just depends on kind of what takes precedence that day. Um, and then get up, get started meal one, and then just keep my day rolling from there. I love it. What are you currently reading? I just, I'm curious. I have so many different things I'm reading right now (laughs) and I'm bouncing between, and it's, I hate that I'm doing this, but I'm bouncing between so many different things. So I can't even tell you because I'm, I'm doing a lot of research right now. So I have my hands in a lot of different like study guides and books and things like that. Um, I did just pick up a book not long ago that I was going to read a few weeks ago and I just haven't, but it's called two weeks notice. (laughs) Oh, and, (laughs) and it talks, it talks about, um, just like, leaving things that don't serve you and moving on to things that are going to move you forward in business and things like that too. So I'm going to be diving into that starting this week. I'm really excited for it. I want to hear about that one because I've heard good things Mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. Very timely. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is very relevant, (laughs) right? (laughs) This works. Right. (laughs) But, um, what do you do as far as like structuring your days from from after your mornings? From after my because mornings. Because you have so much that you have to handle between all of your kids and just everything. Mm-hmm. Dinners, meals. How do you delegate your time for making sure that you get everything done? Because this yeah. is something that I know that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, there are some days where it's it's a hot freaking mess and my house is destroyed and that's okay. Um, but I will kind of look at the day and see what's going on. So right now, my – oh, actually, we have to watch our time because I have to go get her. Um, my five-year-old is in like a pre-kindergarten, before kindergarten starts in two weeks, morning thing, Monday through Thursday. Okay. So I have this time now that I'm able to do work. Um, But I actually, I have office hours for my business and my clients know this when, as soon as they sign up, they know. Um, So I am available for messages eight to seven, Monday through Friday, Saturdays are eight to noon. And then I will definitely get back to them that same day. So if it comes in at noon, you're going to get a response for me on Saturday, but Sundays are completely my day. So that's like my family day. That's my catch up day. My, I did so much laundry yesterday, like all of those and things. That's so important. 
And that's so important with setting those boundaries to be able to rest and reset. You need that, especially with what we do, because we do pour into people so much. We need to be able to recharge. And I was finding, and I still find sometimes where I feel so drained for my humans that I am raising because of Mm -hmm. clients and like, they are important because they are paying me, but my humans come first. Um, so I needed to set those boundaries. And so I will kind of, I will plan out the week for meals, especially during the school year of what we're doing for dinners, because obviously I eat different than my family. It just works best for us. Some people get really freaked out by that and I, it works for me. Um, but I will plan out their meals. So I know what they're going to do for dinner. I'll be able to take out meat, get that done. And then I plan out what they are doing for lunches the night before. And I also will pre prep their breakfast. So I make my son and my husband like breakfast sandwiches that are frozen that I can just throw in the microwave in the morning. I have like donuts and not donuts, um, pancake donuts, like protein pancake donuts that I make for my daughters and just warm those up. So just like little things that I can make for them that make breakfast easy has been really, mm-hmm. really helpful to make things go smoothly. Um, cool. Yeah. And I have this thing right here, this time cube that I got off of Amazon that I will use for literally everything. Like I'll use it for continued ed when I'm sitting here, but I'll also use it for like laundry if I don't want to do it or if I have a task that I really just don't want to do, I'll set this thing and I'm like, okay, just do it. I'm um, going to get one of those because I I love that so much. <laughs> seriously, it's Amazon. I'll send you the link and I'll put it in the description too, but I love it so much. Um, But it really is, it's coming down to like communicating with my husband of what his work schedule is because he works for himself. Mm-hmm. So like right now he's still home. I didn't know he was still home. Like there, there's like a snafu in our, our day now because of that. So like learning to adjust and adapt my brain, my prep yeah. brain into that can be a struggle sometimes, but really just communicating on when he's going to be working late, when he's not, what's for dinner. He's my pickiest eater. So like, is that going to work or am I going to have to run to the store? Just stuff like that. Yeah. So love that, love that. And just finding what works for you and like yeah. scheduling yourself is always going to be changing because there are things that pop up. There are things out of our control that, oh, well, got to drop everything and handle this. And yeah. that's fine. Um, but being able to be flexible is it's definitely a blessing because some people don't have that when, you know, they do have to go into an office for X amount of time throughout the day and they can't, you know, oh, something happened with, you know, one of your kids at school and you have to go pick them up or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So we are blessed in that way to be able to control our schedules and make make those adjustments as needed. Um, and not everyone has that. Yeah. That was the biggest thing. Cause I, I used to work corporate too. And I mean, that's hard, especially when you have no PTO and you have to leave to pick up a sick kid, you're not getting paid. And 
your boss might be mad. You might, it, it's so stressful. So yeah, I am so thankful that we're able to do this mm-hmm. and just figuring out that schedule that works for you is key. Yeah, for sure. I definitely want to get that cube, but I do something kind of similar with like my written schedule for the day. So basically what I'll do is I'll just, once I have everything written down and I see, you know, what takes priority in what I need to do for the day is I'll just kind of put in parentheses, like, okay, what time is it? And then just delegate like, okay, eight to nine o'clock, I'm handling this nine to 10. I'm handling this. Okay. Giving myself 15, 20 minutes to eat. Um, scheduling that, you know, making sure that I'm getting my meals in, that's huge. Um, Because if I don't take the time and remind myself to eat, especially because I'm on semaglutide right now and I have no appetite, (laughs) it can be five o'clock in the afternoon, six o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, shit, I've had one meal today. And like, I'm terrible about that. Um, That's changed a little bit because I'm tapering off of semaglutide and I've upped my cardio. So I'm ravenous right now. (laughs) Good. (laughs) So now I'm like, I'm finally looking forward to food again. Um, But yeah, setting alarms for meals, making sure that you're getting your meals in. That's something that I do to make sure that I, I am getting those, those meals in, especially that so that they're conductive to my goals and, you know, timing that around my lifts and everything like that. That's key, especially in, in what we're, you know, what we do. So, yeah, I do the same thing. I will like wake up and schedule it out from, cause sometimes like this morning it was three and tomorrow it's probably going to be a six wake up time. So like scheduling out three hours from meal one for all of my meals just makes it yeah. so much easier. Um, I also, and this is probably prep prep doing this to me. I know it's prep doing this to me, but it has been helpful. So even if you're not on prep, you can use this. I will schedule out things that need to get done in my to-do list. Like from my priorities, I will put an alarm on my phone to remind myself to do that. So like posing is on there, making sure that my hot mess five-year-old that will wear like a princess dress to school has clothes laid out. (laughs) I love her. There is. I'm going to have to post some of her outfits because Lord help us when she's there every single morning and has to be on the bus early because the things she comes down in, Lord help us. She's the best. I I have an alarm at night that like 10 minutes before she goes to bed, make sure that she pick out her clothes and that we both know where they are in the morning and Mm -hmm. we are communicating that. So having alarm for that has been so helpful. But definitely I I have clients too that will work from home and they work more of like a desk job from home where they will forget to eat. And my biggest thing is just set alarms. You have to set alarms and have your meals prepped just because you work from home doesn't mean that you can't meal prep like you are leaving the house. You can have that in your fridge to grab and go. Yeah. It just comes down to your priorities, really. You know, if you best job at home. It's okay. I can take this 30 extra seconds to set an alarm or literally just press the button on your phone. Be like, Siri, remind me at this time to eat meal too. Like it's that simple. We have so much at our hands that make our lives so freaking easy that there's literally no excuse. There isn't. 
you will find one if you want it, but there isn't. Mm -hmm. And even getting in your steps, you can get a walking pad to walk in, but you can also set a timer for 10 minutes and do laps around your house without even going Mm -hmm. outside and getting in 2000 steps right there. So you do that. What? I can't do math six times a day. Like you're, you're good. You're going to be over your goal. It's just, it's easy. It's easy. And there's truly no excuse to not be able to check all of your boxes, especially for someone like you, you make it happen and watching you, it, it makes me want to make sure that I'm more on my game too, because I'm like, well, fuck Becky has all of these different variables and she still gets it done. She's a fucking rock star. So there's no way that I shouldn't be able to. See, and that's why I love having you in my circle because I think the same about you where like I see what you do in your life and I'm like, now I have to level up. So surrounding yourself <laughs> with people that level up and like push you is going to be yes. you. It's so key. It's so key. And just making sure that you are surrounding yourself with people that are going to push you higher and not drag you down because that is, it's huge. That energy it transfers, whether it's positive or negative, it transfers and you're either going up or you're going down. There's no just coasting. It's, it may be very minuscule, but one way or another, you're either in, in the green or in the red. And I mean, I guess making that adjustment, that change of being so busy all the time for myself because I had to fit everything in around my work schedule before and I worked all the time. Now I'm like, I almost feel like I'm doing nothing, even though I am doing so many different things, but just shifting that energy and also having the time and the capacity now to prioritize my recovery and my rest, yeah. which is something that has definitely held me back in the past for sure, because that would all fall to the the low priority because I'm like, I have to, get, I have to check my boxes for the day. And if that means that I get four and a half, five hours of sleep, well, all right. But then that's just like a negative spiral when you're shorting yourself on rest and recovery because now you're not mentally or physically prepared to be able to handle the next day. And that's something that I'm being very firm with myself about, even though sometimes I feel like I'm doing nothing. It's really just a it's a recharge to be able to be 100% on when I'm on and 100% off when I'm off. I love that for you because there were so many, like every single time that I saw you or I would talk to you, it would always be like, I got more work to do, or I still have to get my training in and all of this stuff. So you being able to actually sleep and recover your progress and what you've already built, like what you can now build is going to be Mm -hmm. astronomical, like Yeah. And ask anyone close to me. They're just like, Sarah, you are always busy, like always busy. And that means, you know, some personal relationships lack, you know, some people are like the last couple of weeks, even people are like, Hey, where you been? And I'm like, listen, I got to prioritize me right now. Like 
I again have flipped my world upside down and I'm adjusting and that's going to take some time. And if you want, if, if you, if you care, you'll understand that. Yeah. That I need to make sure that I am on my game right now for me. And when I have that capacity, I'll reach out, but like, leave me alone right now. Yeah. You know, it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal whatsoever. It's just, I have a limit and being upfront with that and, and prioritizing that above, you know, going to hang out with someone, it doesn't mean I don't value you. It means I literally cannot pour from an empty cup and Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that I'm, I'm good especially with making sure that all of my processes and all of my routines and everything now are set in stone and and in a good place and in a positive place so that I can make sure that I'm doing what I need to do to build my business and everything else. Like I will get to it, but this is what I need to focus on right now. Yeah. Yeah. You have priorities. And I think you hit the nail on the head where you said that there's only so much brain power pretty much that you have right now. And that all has to go to getting you on your feet, building a business from scratch, which is no easy task and Mm -hmm. figuring out how you want your whole life to run right now, because it was kind of dictated for you for so long that now having that freedom, you're very disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you are so disciplined, it's like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? So yeah. People, that's exactly people where it. I was at this. Yeah. That's exactly where I was at this past week. I was just like, so overwhelmed because now it's like, it's all in my hands, mm-hmm. which is great, which I'm not, you know, not, not grateful for. I'm so grateful for it. It's just figuring out what works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see it evolve because it's going to be so freaking badass. Yes, it is. But- so, um, do you have to go pick up your little? I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> so, well, thanks but, so much guys for, oh, do you have something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to touch on same thing. Thank you everyone who has reached out and let us know that they're listening. If you're listening, please screenshot, share it on your stories, tag the ever adaptive, uh, Instagram tag us individually. We love that. And if, like I said, if there's something that someone can take from these episodes, like awesome. And just the gratitude that both of us, I will speak for you here because I know you feel it just in the same way that I do. It's, it's overwhelming. It is so overwhelming when you guys are so supportive and excited for new releases and give us feedback and even talk about, you know, give us ideas of things that, you know, you want our knowledge on. That means everything to me. I, even within these nine episodes, did not think that it would turn into something that it has, but it's so, so dope. And I just love it. And I'm so excited for everything moving forward. Becky had said, I had hinted our next episode is going to be really, really exciting. Uh, We're going to, you know, come all out for episode 10. And I'm really excited for that. So there may or may not be a third smiling face on here for next episode. But um, until then, 
make sure you, you know, subscribe, comment, share, like all of that thing, all of those things. And just let us know when you're listening because we love hearing it. And that gives us so much more energy too, and to just making it that much better. So I am just forever, forever grateful. And that's all I got. (laughs) Same here. Everything she said, me too. Like, thank you so much guys. And I just really, really fast. If you do have episode ideas for us, or you have questions, send them our way because we've gotten a few of those. And those are really exciting because we know that you guys Mm -hmm. really want to hear that. So let us know what you want to hear. And until next time, we'll see you you guys next week. All right. Have a good day. Bye guys.